Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Fighter's Voice Knockout Podcast. We've got a great show for you this evening. Right to the chase with us in studio. I always want to say in studio. It's like being in studio. That's by way of Zoom. We have with us the CEO, the founder of Dog Boxer Athletics. We're going to talk boxing. We're going to talk MMA. We're going to talk about breaking news. Actually, uh, before we came on camera, he received some news on the phone. I'm going to see if I can just pull it out of him, man. Uh, a certain rematch that was that was confirmed. I'm probably saying too much, man. But, uh, <laughs> I'm going to let the man talk himself because we got a lot to cover. We got a lot of catching up to do. Uh, the last uh, week and a half, we were uh, rebroadcasting a couple YouTube um, segments that we had, and uh, we were refurbishing the show and uh, getting it, you know, tighter for you, the viewers, the fans, and the followers. You know, enough said, man, but I do want to say tonight's show is sponsored by Dog Boxer Athletics. Uh, before uh, the end of the show, we're going to um, go to Eric, uh, the, who is the founder, and we can find out how to order some of those cool shirts, uh, some of the hand wraps, some of, some of the water, the CBD items, and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, the list goes on, man. Enough said. Welcome to the show, Eric. Long time no talk, my man. Yeah, definitely, Richie. Definitely, definitely. You know, so so tell us, Eric, man, what have you been up to and what's going on in the boxing world, according to you, according to what you <laughs> see, man? I mean, the excitement that you see, uh, the disappointment that you see, uh, the setbacks that you see. And a lot of times you don't just see it. You're, you're a part of it because you're so involved, not just emotionally, but uh, physically, man. I mean, you're right there at some of these big uh, meetings that take place. And w without saying too much, man, I mean, what does it mean to you to know now that we're finally getting back on track it's exciting i'll tell you that it, it's been a long time coming uh definitely the fighters have suffered through this you know pandemic and whatnot so being able to uh, have more promoters and managers and whatnot be able to throw more and more uh, events and whatnot it's it's exciting it's it's uh it's a long time coming man it's it's definitely been a stress reliever um but you're right it, it's you know the fights that we have seen uh you know few disappointing losses here and there. Uh, you know, we've had a few uh, interesting wins. We've had some major, major injuries. So, it, you know, it's just been crazy. You know, it's, it's like nothing ever really stopped. But once it started up again, it's like, boom, we got hit with everything that we could see. And, and you know what? We're not just talking about the boxing world. We're also talking about the MMA world. Because as soon right, as you right. said injuries, I mean, right away I was thinking about uh, Conor McGregor. Yeah. And, and we'll say this. And some of it's probably deserved, I would say, sort of speak, because, you know, he does talk a lot. You know, that's part of his mm -hmm. mystique. That's part of who he is. But um, Ken Shamrock, he had a, a tweet earlier uh, this week, and he said, it doesn't matter if you don't like the man. You never celebrate a man's injury because injury. Exactly. everything stops. I mean, exactly. that could be possibly his last time in there. Exactly. Which a lot of people do compete again, but they're not the same because of the injury. What's your take? Well, let's talk about that fight, that trilogy that took place. What's your take on the injury, how it happened, when it occurred? I mean, um, mm -hmm. it, it was told that it was off of, of, of a check kick and then but but he planted and it started he and planted it rolled. It, yeah. it, it was it was ugly and it's not good for the sport. What's your take? You know, uh somebody who who really got me with with this comment was uh uh Chelsea, uh the Invictor fighter, she's the one that really made the comment of this is what happens when you when you do too many leg kicks during training. And I've seen it before where that's all they concentrate on. And sure enough, you have a leg injury, you have a shin, ankle, whatnot injury. This was a perfect example of that. And, and we saw it live, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, he, he definitely planted wrong. 
the way it bent out, uh, you could see the, the, the pain in his eyes. You could see the pain in his face. It, he was done for, um, you know, Ken is a hundred percent, right. Uh, you know, Shamrock is a really close friend of the dog boxer, you know, brand and whatnot. What he says is so a hundred percent true. Uh, what I didn't like was how Connor turned it into a circus while on the floor that I didn't really care for. That's something that was just, Hey, I'm sure Dustin felt bad. What happened? You know? Yeah. There's, you know, that, that anger towards each other, but you don't celebrate anybody's injury. You know, perfect example is uh, whether it's a physical injury or, or, or a mental, you know, breakdown of whatnot, yeah. you know, look at tank and, and, and uh, 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 Ryan, that's a perfect example of that. You know, yeah, you, you don't take advantage of, of your opponent in that way, shape or form, because when it happens to you, it's a whole different story. And, and you know what, no one's exempt from, from anything. I mean, uh, um, when I'm talking about, you know, when Connor was on the ground, I could see the frustration. I, I can see mm-hmm. the disappointment, but certain things you got to be able to control what comes out of your mouth. I mean, right, right. certain things are off limit, Eric. I mean, if me and you were, if we were getting, getting into a fight, first of all, we're, we're, we're buying each other a new home and new cars because the, the paychecks <laughs> that are, that are coming in, exactly. but, but um, wives, they're off limit. Um, rather, exactly. rather you breathe ever again, that, that, that's off limits where it says, I'm, I'm going to kill you inside there. It says, well, you know what? Right. You, right. You know, even if you can, I don't know, you can, you may need a body bag, even saying it's something like that. That's still not taking it back, but those certain things need, need to stay at home, man. You can just it, say, it, you know what, bro, I'm going to tap you out. I'm going to beat you. And that's all there is to it. But he he guys, reminds me of a, of a, of a young Mayorga. Remember Mayorga during all, these yes. conferences yes. and all this yes. stuff. He used to push the one that I ne- I'll never forget. And I was there was uh, when he was with uh, uh, Mosley, when he was going to fight Mosley. Yeah. Mosley's wife was fully involved at the time with everything that was going yeah, on. Yeah. Yeah. Part of the management. Whatnot. I remember. Yeah. Ex- yeah. And he actually uh, negotiated. Yeah. And when she had just, you know, said some words up at the podium and they turned and he slapped her. Do you remember that? Yeah. I think he slapped her. And, and, yeah. Yeah. And all hell but, broke loose. Yeah, that's off limits. That's stuff you don't really want to do. The way no. Mayorga talked to De La Hoya. Slapped her below the waist, right? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, the way he De La Hoya talked about his wife, uh, or I'm sorry, Mayorga talked about De La Hoya's wife. Yeah. Uh, the way he talked about, you know, his race and how the, the Mexicanos were with him instead of, the, you know, De La Hoya. Yeah. That's stuff you don't touch. You know, there's certain things you definitely don't want to touch. What, what McGregor did while he was on the ground was out of pure frustration, you know, you have X amount of months in, in training camp and you can't even get past the first round due to, uh, you know, an unfortunate injury. That's a lot of frustration on the fighter's end. I've seen fighters literally get injured, you know, warming up, you know, yeah. right before their fight. I've seen fighters walking into the ring with an injury, get through the first round and say, I can't no more. And they're four months, five months, uh, you know, right after training camp and hard training camp too. So it's like, I understand the frustration, but you really got to control what you're doing. You know, again, you could see it in Dustin's eye. Yeah, he was upset, but he felt that. But the minute but, McGregor opened his mouth, that was it. You know, but he kept it classy, though. And he said, he this he guy did. right here. And, you know, he was battling with it, too, because he said, I hope he gets home to his to his beautiful family. But then he started going and, you know, uh, talking about the fight. And he said, this guy's a dirtbag, man. And just I, I won the fight, man. And they asked him if he was happy. And he was just like. To him, this is just why. Why am I supposed to be happy? Because it's Conor McGregor. It's just yeah. another man across from me. Exactly. And exactly. You know, we've talked about Conor McGregor, 
But let's talk about Dustin, man. I mean, how he reinvented himself at that weight. This is his his weight. And I'd have to say his core, I mean, is his base, man. It's so strong. Mm -hmm. I mean... You see these fighters all the time, Eric. They, they, they take these losses, and you think they're, they're making a career decision. Should I continue or not? And they continue to blossom. Like, Robbie Waller's one of them. Yeah. It's interesting you say Robbie. Robbie just signed a, a, a contract with to fight Nick Diaz. Or Nick Diaz, I'm sorry. Uh, coming up here pretty soon. So that's going to be another interesting thing that we get to see here coming pretty soon in September. You know, we, we have a lot of these guys. The long-awaited that, you know, return. Uh, Nick yeah, Diaz. long-awaited return. Yeah. And, and it's going to be good because – we have all these guys that we, we miss seeing and whatnot. We have these guys that coming back from losses and, and whatnot and nothing's changed. You know, it, it, sometimes it just motivates these guys even more. Um, you know, Lomachenko, sir, you know, he, he had a loss very early in his career. To me, that only drove him to, to do what he ended up doing in, in, in his boxing career. Uh, you know, how many times have, you know, you know, Cotto and all these guys lost and all it did was just drive them to do yeah. want to do more. So I don't, I don't see, you know, Dustin definitely did his homework. He knew what he was doing. Um, you know, you know, the first fight, the second fight, whatnot, we saw the differences in, in this, but I think the third fight was really going to let us know. And honestly, the first round, I, I think Dustin was on point. He really had it. He basically had it figured out. He knew what he was going to do and it was working for him. And I, you know, unfortunately due to injury, but I, I definitely don't see McGregor, I didn't see McGregor lasting any longer than the second round, to be honest. It Dustin look, looked like the, the the bigger man, and uh, towards the end, started to pull away and started to uh, uh, pull a dominant a dominance a position. You know, the, the fact mm-hmm. that Connor got up, you know, we would have I would have wanted to see it continue with Connor standing up, uh, but once again, right, Dustin right, right. was was pushing, um, uh, putting the pressure on, and you know, when you said earlier, someone made a comment about uh, too many leg kicks. Mm-hmm. Um, during training, that was definitely Conor McGregor's um, game plan. You can see the leg kicks, and they were yeah. working for him. They yeah. were keeping the proper distance. Right, but, uh, right. you know, when you check you gotta, those just you, right, man. Yeah, you, you got to like work It's like kicking a two-by-four. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it works. I mean, we saw what happened to Uriah back in the day where, where you know, his basically almost amputated his leg because of a bad injury. But, you know, you, you work around those as well. You know, you, there's other things that you need to train in. But McGregor was smart in game planning that that's what he was going to go with. You know, Dustin has issues with yeah. kicks. He knew that that's what was going to help him, but I think he went too far into it during training camp. And I, you know, you can see the injury right there, what, what it can cause. Well, you know, when MMA is, I can't say it's, it's ever rolled back, man. I mean, it, it's yeah. been continued to progress and progress and progress. Now in the boxing world, when we get a big name, finally, like let's talk about the trilogy, Deontay mm-hmm. Wilder, Tyson Fury. Leading up to it, I mean, there was expectations about uh, possibly um, Tyson Fury and um, Josh, Te- no, Joshua. Anthony Joshua, Anthony Joshua, Joshua at first. Yeah. Within a week and a half, and now we're talking about Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury. Mm-hmm. Now, if it wasn't for, because, you know, we're, we're spoiled, man. If it wasn't for <laughs> Manny Pacquiao and the Spence fight around the corner, we'd be hurting as boxing yeah. fans. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we'd definitely. be, we need yeah. our fix. Okay. What, what, what's going yeah. on? Feed us with, with another big name, another big fight. Right. So right. those were going to go back to back. Mm-hmm. Now that, that, that kind of fell out and we'll talk about that. Let's talk about Spence and, and Manny Pacquiao. Now that that's the gate that I think is going to really uh, benefit from not having Deontay Wilder, uh, um, Tyson Fury fight. I mean, boxing fans, boxing heads would have went to both. Don't get me wrong. Right, right, right. But 
either way, man, I mean, now the focus is going to be on, on that particular fight taking place. Mm-hmm. What, what's your take on that matchup, man, and, and Manny's layoff? You know, look, I, I really wish that Manny would have chosen another opponent, to be honest. I, I think I would rather have seen Garcia across the ring from him. To me, that would have been more interesting. And we're talking about Mikey, not not Mikey. Dan. Yeah, I think okay. I think Mikey would have been more of a better contender for him, only because I, I just see that as a better fight in general. N- nothing because of the RGBA camp or whatnot, but I really truly do see it as a fight I would rather see. I'm going to be honest. I don't think Manny's going to be able to do anything with Spence. Spence's is, Spence is on a whole nother level, and that's one of those fighters that you have to respect and doesn't get the respect until the people are in the ring with him. And then they say, Oh yeah, he's good. Or, Oh man, I didn't think he was going to be able to do that. And it's like, you know, this, this guy's not, he's no, he's no game. He's really, you know, what he says he is. He's a really good boxer. Is he pound for pound? We're about to see again. I don't see Manny being able to do much. I really don't think he's going to take the win on this. I really am citing Spence wise, but again, it's not a fight. I really wanted to see either. I'd rather see a Garcia Pacquiao. You've got a legend. You've got someone who's already dominated his weight class. And and you've got these two guys that would go head to head, basically just saying you've got two pound for pound known pound for pound fighters. What more than you're going to ask for? Not that Spence isn't obviously he is, but, to me, it's just two different levels. There's just two different levels to them. Well, you can definitely see the size difference. And, um, you know, that's the same size difference we see when he was matched up with Oscar De La Hoya. But we're talking about almost a decade ago. Mm-hmm. I know uh, Manny's taking real good care of his body. and, and uh, He looks everything great. That goes he in, looks great. In and out of there. And um, I've seen videos man. from Sean, and he looks amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, no, he does. I, I appreciate the fact that he is taking the fight. Um, I wish uh, the Garcia Pacquiao fight would have took place because that had all the makings of mm-hmm. a trilogy, yeah. uh, a, a, a thriller. Both yeah. men just going swapping punches at the end, mm-hmm. hugging at the end of the uh, of the fight, or just the sixth round being fight of the year. And it had mm-hmm. a lot of different um, possibilities uh, with yeah. negotiations going in, should have, would have, and could have. But now it's kind of shifted with – possibly Regis Pro Gray and uh, Mikey Garcia. Now, I don't know exactly what's going on with, with Regis and, and PVC and, and what comments were made. We'll, we'll comment back. I don't know the well, whole they story. Owe him. What's that? I, was, I said they owe him, so this would be the fight for him. Well, there, there, there it is there. Um, I, I will say, and I appreciate it, Regis did reach out to me, and uh, um, maybe we'll be talking soon. Maybe we'll see him on Thursday. We'll see. Cause I'm sure he has some, some things off on his plate that he oh, probably I'm wants sure to just got... step aside and to just put yeah. to a side and just say, Hey, I want to eat my steak. Cause he calls himself AKA the money bag. And I like that. <laughs> Look, he, he's definitely, Oh, PBC definitely owes him. Uh, that would be a really good fight. To be honest, that would be a fight. I'd really want to see uh, hell. That'd be a fight. I want to be front row for because, you have Regis, this young, hungry, hungry guy, and then you've got Mikey, who's already put put in the work and and is just willing to take on anybody and everybody. So, Eric, it would be I'm amazing. just excited. I'm excited just to see Mikey at 140s. Yeah, yeah, that would be it, it'd be uh, it'd be a different Mikey. It would be a, a Mikey that we would it'd be a Mikey that we would all be more impressed with. I think. Well, you know what? 
his new training method with, with Charles Trimley, I mean, uh, just to shred him down and keep the speed and keep the agility and, and, and the power mixed in one, we're, we're going to find out if that's the antidote, if that's the recipe. Right now, I would say definitely on paper and, and by what I see, I would I'll definitely say yes. But then again, you know, it comes down to quality sparring. It comes down to uh, mm-hmm. a quality camp. It comes yep. down to, um, and those of you that are, that you surround yourself in your camp. And, and when I say that, it, it's, we need to take every single fight like it is a prize fight because exactly. to look ahead or to take anybody for granted, not to say that these two guys are, cause I know they're not, they're, they're on their bullseye list right now. Yep. I'm waiting to see that fight take place. Um, I kind of feel like I have some kind of like a, a slash matchmaker or something in there, man, because <laughs> I would always uh, drill uh, Regis when he was on the show about Mikey and, and Mikey about Regis back in the day. And this was this was two years ago, man. Right, right. Just because right. of matchup. And I don't own the right to say, okay, yeah, this guy's would be a good fight because you can't reinvent the wheel. But right. they did exchange each other's names on the Fighter's Voice podcast. So that I will say, I kind of feel like I need to be at that fight, man. When, if way. and when it does take place. That's the only way, man. You know, we'll be there. It, it, again, Mike is not afraid of anybody. No, Obviously, he just isn't. He's not. You know? So you got these two guys that are just, you know, no care in the world. They're ready to fight. They're <laughs> exactly. wanting to fight. They're, they've been preparing. They're both in training camp nonstop. I mean, they're both as fit as can be right now. So it's like, why not? Why not make it happen? I'm looking forward to it, man. And no official word yet, but uh, um, it looks like there may be something. I say within possibly in the mid-August, maybe. Maybe we'll hear an announcement. And, and that would be yeah, great. Hopefully by, the end, hopefully by the end of this month, you'll hear something. I know. Well, I'm going to keep calling you to ask you if you've heard anything. <laughs> and then you know, I'll, I'll just tell by your tone I how, how, quickly, how quickly you change the subject on me. Right, right. When I'm, yeah, when I'm asking you. <laughs> now, what, instead of just keeping it all on the highs and the big names, there is one, one kid in, in particular, and I, I want to uh, talk to you about it. I'm going to go ahead and send this. I should have sent this to uh, our engineer earlier, but I want to talk about um, – Kilo, uh, a younger brother, man. Hector. And, and I'm using this reference because a lot of people know him as Kilo's younger brother. Well, now he's starting to get his own identity. He's making a and name that's for himself. Hector Madera. He's I mean, making a name for himself. Yeah, he's fighting again um, this Saturday. I'm going to send it to Mateo. Uh, he's going to fight this Saturday. And the main thing is he's staying active. Oh, he's yeah. He's staying oh, active. Yeah. And I kind of hashtagged him um, the turnaround. He's, he's turning <laughs> his career around. Yeah, you gotta well, remember uh, three years ago he had a broken leg. Was it three years ago or four years ago? Uh, I think it was four years ago. But yeah, he just came off another injury not so long ago, and it, it's like it never affected him. He's what nine and zero. Yeah, six nine knockouts. And 0, six, six, yeah, six knockouts. knockouts. I mean, this kid is just spectacular. His last two fights, I don't even think they went past the first round. Uh, I mean, he was just body shotting these guys like there's no tomorrow, putting them on the on the canvas as quickly as can be. I mean. He's very impressive. Um, every card, every every card I've ever worked that he's been on, I've had no doubt in my mind that this kid is going to be something as big as his brother Kilo. Uh, that, I mean, Kilo, show up. Kilo Kilo is still up there, and 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 Hector's always been just tailing him up, and now he's starting to catch up to to that same notoriety, and, and it's it's amazing. You know, I I I'm. Very blessed. I was just recently at his camp uh, before this last fight and uh, got to talk to him really quick. He looked amazing. He looked great. Uh, speed is still there. His power is definitely there. Those I mean, body shots. 
Yeah, the, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's it's amazing the things that he's been doing. Uh, I, I think more than anything, both of them are ready. Uh, they both are a hundred percent conditioned right now. I believe Kilo is in camp with somebody right now. I can't remember who's. Well, in what camp is with your relationship right with him, Eric? I, I know you're very not just fond of him. You got a close relationship with him, and and you, you always kind of slash looked out for him. You, you didn't hold that that management title, but you you were pretty pretty darn close to it. You know what? It, it's I've, I've, I've been in this industry long enough to know that people could take and be, be taken advantage of really quick. Yeah. And there was a lot of things during a few cards that were happening that I just said, Hey guys, just let me take care of that for you guys. Okay. Concentrate on, on, on your training camp. And Kilo is smart. Kilo is a very smart guy. I, I see Kilo on this side of the, of the, of the boxing side more than anything. I love seeing him in the ring. He's amazing in the ring and everything, but I think, on this side of the ring, he would do even more better. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't face to see that we're going to see a, a management or a promotion company coming out of the, the Madero brothers soon because they've got the connections. They've got the, 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 the willpower and they just got that drive and the following for that. Kilo seen what I've done for him. You know, he's always said, Hey, help me out. Me and my little brother, you know, just make sure things are going right. I've always just jumped in and just said, yes, let's make sure everything's right. Uh, you know, and, and again, I have no, no doubts about them. You know, everything that they've ever done, I've just always been behind them hundred percent. I think I'm more of a, a fan than anything, but uh, definitely a good friend. And uh, again, we're going to see Hector rising to the top here very soon. Uh just build them up a little bit more. Yeah. Um, Kilo's going to have a comeback, an amazing comeback. I mean, you just saw what he did uh, on, on, on what's his name debut here in America. And he, 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 may, he embarrassed him. He embarrassed that opponent, you know, here they are bringing this kid in on his American debut and thinking that they were going to walk all over Kilo. That's what they and thought. I'm sorry to say Kilo pretty much sized him up and said, nah, you ain't doing this. And look at what happened to me. Exactly. It was a draw to me. It was a draw. The way I, I scored, I had it the same way. I, I just had a conversation with Kilo, and and, and I said yeah. I watched it uh, several times, and that's what it turns yeah. out to. To me, it was a draw. Uh, I, I, me personally, I would love to see a rematch. Uh, not to say that they haven't talked about it, but I, I definitely see a rematch. You know, in 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 the works. Uh, again, I, I think Kilo, Kilo is just a step above of what we, you know, haven't seen in a while. Uh, you know, it's unfortunate that. A lot of the promoters around here aren't seeing that as 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 it should be or how it used to be. You know, yeah, a couple of losses can mark your 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 uh, your record, but that doesn't mean anything. Doesn't you know? Doesn't it doesn't define the person because of a couple of losses? If if it's not broken, don't try to fix it. Exactly. There's no there's no reason in, in going to the left or to the right when there's a market here. Right, right. Everybody has to put up with a headache. Nobody sees eye to eye, but everybody sees business exactly. and business can be done. Trust me. It, it, it can be done. If, if it's done the right way, if it's done, honestly, uh, what you expect, would you expect from your promoter? The promoter also expects of his fighter being that said, we're going to go ahead and, and move along on that one. But I agree with you 100%. I mean, there's in-house and then there's some that just, uh, I mean, come on, I, I still can't figure it out. The, these guys, uh, are, are, are marketeers because when it comes to ticket sales and speaking of ticket sales, man, I'm going to change it up a little bit. Gabriel Flores Jr. Stockton's own. I was waiting for 
him to to fight once again in Stockton. And I was looking forward to him. That's what I wanted to talk to you about, being on the undercard of Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder. Yeah, that's National TV, pay-per-view. Um, the, the kid's always in the gym. He's always ready uh, physically. You know, I almost want to give dad a call and say, hey, so what's what's next? You know, possibly is he is he going to wait that long? You know, August 14th, maybe put him on that card. And let's talk about that card. That's going to be one heck of a card. That's one trilogy that is going to take place. And that's Andrew Maloney. Uh, what's up, mate? How you doing, Andrew? <laughs> and uh, Josh Franco, the professor, man. I mean, that is the long-awaited trilogy that is going yeah. to take place. That's going to be August, really good. Ho- August fourteenth. I would love to see Flores yeah. on that card. You know what? Yeah, same thing. Same thing. Uh, it's unfortunate that you know the, the whole Tyson, uh, the you know the Fury uh, card got canceled due to you know unfortunately COVID. Um, you know, but uh, you know, speedy recovery to you know him and his team, and and yeah, hopefully they can get through that really quick. Um, Hopefully it's not postponed as long as they say it's going to be postponed. Hopefully it's something a little bit sooner and, and Gabe October. can get right on. Yeah. Hopefully Gabe can get on that card really, really quick. Yeah. Um, but again, August would be his next best bet. And hopefully they can find room for him on there. It doesn't matter who they put him up against. He's still going to win. So, yeah. you know, do what you guys got to do, but you know, Gabe, Gabe's been, you know, he's, he's definitely been prepared. I mean, you see him, he's constantly working out. He's constantly in the gym. His dad's definitely got him on the move, you know, uh, uh, Prince and them have, have lined him up pretty good for what, what they've seen. And, you know, it's just a matter of time before we see him, uh, you know, hopefully back home and, and, and headlining where he needs to be. I say that, man, because, I mean, can you imagine if you had Gabriel Flores, Kilo the Kid, and Hector all on the same card, man? I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I know Gabriel's the, the, the big name there, but, hey, the Madera brothers, they pull some weight, man. They're not yeah. just somewhere you can just say, okay, uh, we're going to put you at the fairgrounds. No, no, they pull some weight. And, and to you know, know that they would be televised or, or at least on, on a huge card with, with a great promotion team, man. I mean, yeah, I could, I could, I could see fight hub TV. I could see, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, ESPN or, or whatnot wanting to come back down. And, and, you know, you got Florida and Madera that right there sells the tickets, you know, that right there sells, sells, uh, uh, the views that you want and whatnot. So it'd be, a, it'd be an amazing card. Hopefully that's something that uh, can be worked out here pretty soon. Well, I, I hope it, it, it happens. I, I definitely want to be down there take the team down there and do some good things, but let's talk about August 14th, man. Let's talk about the trilogy that's going to take place, but and also the co-main event, you got Arnold Barboza back Barboza. in action, 140 pounds, man. That division is just full of monsters in, in it's like a free tournament for us, the fans, because once those bouts are vacated, because that's what's going to happen, Eric, those bouts are going to yeah. be vacated. Josh Hader is going to move up, uh, mm-hmm. try to try to dethrone the, the lion, the, the, the Kings that are out there. And, and in doing so, all those bouts are, are going to be floating in this pond. So unless, mm-hmm. I mean, unless something ridiculous happens, you have the number one rank fight, the number ninth guy, something stupid like that. You have all these 140 pounders going to fight for these vacated bouts. Right. I don't care who you put up against Barboza. He's going to, he's going to dominate whoever you put in front of him. So yeah, it's going to be a good undercard. Uh, I definitely the trilogy is what I'm looking forward to. Uh, I personally think Franco is going to really, really show what he's got. Uh, yeah. You know, this last one was controversial. Yeah. I guess you could say, but uh, I think Franco is definitely going to put in the work and really show what, what he's made of and, 
you know, uh, we'll, we'll see how that works out. But, you know, as far as Barboza, <laughs> it doesn't matter who you put in front of him. He's still going to dominate. He's still going to do his thing. Uh, you know, he, he's fighting uh, uh, Moran, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see. We'll see how, how, how good that ends up being. Well, I mean, he hasn't changed too much in his camp. He is still the same person, the, the same passionate person when it comes to rounds and and and, and want to bang with you and, and mix it up with you. But mm-hmm. he has some skill set, man. He has some yeah. boxing oh, ability yeah. where he doesn't always have to bang. That just kind of that's just his normal thing. Has a great chin, has great hands, mm-hmm. great personality. Um, he knows exactly what he's doing in, in, inside in, in the ring. He's he's a big name away from the, getting that title shot. I mean. There's so many oh, great matchups. It. You can see him and Cepeda. Uh, can you imagine a barn burner? I can't see it happening in the future, but him and Jose Ramirez, I mean, in the same ring, I mean, put him up against Tank, put him up against um, Theofimo when he moves up. I mean, Arnold Barboza is not a dull matchup or not a dull fight. Barboza against Regis Pro Gray, Barboza against Mikey. Barboza is going to bring every single thing that he has, and you're not going to have a boring fight with him. Nothing against Zepeda, but I wouldn't want to see him against Zepeda. I think that'd no, be too I, easy I, for him. Uh, you know. Why is that? I'm just asking. I wasn't impressed with Zepeda's last last appearance. Oh, okay. I, think, I thought I maybe because you know he he gives you angles on the southpaw stance. That, but I mean, I honestly, he even in his last fight, we didn't see that. You know, yeah. I, I think he's just kind of lost his touch. You know, how much did he leave in the ring? A lot of people thought, how much did he leave in that ring? That war, that was a war. That was a war, and that's and that's the thing. And how, and how do you top that? You, you, when you leave that ring and you've left everything that you had and, and you don't get the results that you expected, it's kind of like, did you just really leave it or are you going to be able to come back from that? Exactly. I, you know, I honestly wasn't impressed with this last one. I mean, I think he, he trained a hell of a lot more better for what he put on. Yeah. Um, so I wouldn't want to see him against Barboza. Would I want to see him against, you know, would yeah. I want to see him against Ramirez? I, Honestly, does, you know, do you really want to hand Barboza a loss like that? I wouldn't want to see that, you know. So I think he'd be a, a, a definite matchup once he's built up a little bit more. But, <laughs> I'm know. glad you said something because I'm going to say this. I feel bad whoever they, they match Ramirez up with next. Yeah. I, oh. I, I really do. Pobrecito, man. Yeah. Because whoever they're, they're, match him next, I mean. <laughs> Ramirez really. ain't going to hold back. I mean, no. he's never held back in general. I mean, no. shit, we saw him against what, what he did with Zapeta, but I mean, he, he he's coming off an, uh, an unfortunate loss. Uh, yeah. But no matter who they put him up, you know, put him up against, they got to understand. Now he's definitely hungry. Now he's he's tasted already what he wanted. Mm-hmm. Now he's now he's definitely going to be in a, in a in a in a in a mindset of, okay, well, you know, now I'm really going to have to do what I have to do. And, and, and to, and to uh, hush the naysayers, he, he went 12 great rounds w- with a legitimate southpaw. So this yes. stuff that, okay, southpaw's going to give him problems. And then, hey, he, he went 12 rounds with a slick southpaw. So there's nothing that you're going to show him that he has not been a part of or, or seen before. Right. And uh, even after the, the two knockdowns, w- which was the difference in the fight, definitely right, was the right, difference. Right. He, yeah. he got up both times banging. So yeah, that, I mean, that shows what, what he's made of. How, like I always tell everybody, how many times have you seen Ramirez on the on the canvas already? Exactly. Okay, you get into this fight again. Unfortunate loss, but I, I see him no different. I just see him more hungry, if anything. And 
you're right. Whoever they put him up against, it's it's going to be scary. I, I I would definitely hate to be the person to be across that ring from him yeah. and his team because they're going to come back and they're going to come back ten times. I see more. him going old school and going right hand crazy and just <laughs> beating somebody up, man. Yeah, I yeah, I <laughs> prayers to whoever it is. It, it, exactly. Uh, I think I would just you know. I would definitely, whoever he fights against, I, I think I'm going to sponsor them a really big logo on their shorts. That way, when they do hit the canvas and oh, the bottom the canvas, of the shoes, yeah, yeah, or in the bottom <laughs> of the shoes, that way we get that first hit. Boom! I may get more logo. subscribers that way. I may do the same thing too, man. I'll gotta, take the left shoe. Got to think, man. You got to think. You, I get the right. You, you got get the left. <laughs> Boom! We, we we've already got it covered, man. Why stop there? Even the mouthpiece, because when it gets knocked out, you know the camera it's knocked puts it out, on there. Yeah, yeah might exactly. Well. Might as well. When the you, ref's you counting might, over him, well. I got something on the back of the ref shirt too. Yeah, exactly. Very, very well said, man. But you know, one, one, one icon, and everybody calling this kid an icon, and that's the young Virgil Ortiz, man. I mean, mm. what they put in front of him, and and, and yeah, I mean, it, he's still a mystery. But the, but the power that he has in his hands, and and just the ability to to think like like a veteran fighter, and a lot of fighters when you see they're young, you, you could just tell mentally they're young. But with Virgil, he's a young sponge. I mean, he's just yeah. taking it all yeah. in and continuing to learn and, 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 and push forward in this game. 147 little, pounds. Yeah, the little I've been able to see him in the gym and whatnot, uh, it's amazing the things that he's, he, he does and whatnot. And uh, you're, you're right, he's a sponge. He, he watches, he looks, he, he spars with, with everyone, and, and he, he takes it all in. And it's going to be a really good matchup. You, you have, you know, I, I have – a ton of respect for Agus, you know, I, he's, he's one of those fighters. Um, um, God, what, what is his little nickname? I forgot his nickname already. Oh, Virgil. No, the, the, his opponent. Oh, mean machine. Um, mean machine. Yeah. Mean machine. The mean machine. That, and that is his, his, his nickname. And that's a former uh, Robert Garcia boxing Academy fighter, right? Yes. I mean, she, they're all former uh, Garcia fighters. Man. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, one way or another, they all stopped. One way or another, they've all been at there. RGBA. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you, you said that 100% right there. One way or another, somebody's been in, in one of those gyms, whether it's Oxford, Riverside, or whatnot. Somebody's been in one of those gyms. But yeah, you, you, you've got that matchup. It's going to be an amazing matchup. Uh, Vir, Virgil is one of those fighters that uh, it, he's exciting to see. He, he, he has that fight style. Uh, he doesn't, not that he changes it up, but it, it's different when you see it on camera and it's different when you see it in person. I've seen videos of him sparring and then I see him in the ring and it's two different things. And it's like, he, whoa. He reminds me of a lot of people. They're probably not going to remember, but honestly, he, he always did. Just the way he moves and the way he puts his punches together. Because you got to remember, early in his career, Donald Curry was knocking people out. He reminds mm -hmm. me of a young Donald mm -hmm. Curry, man. He Ooh, really man, does. You're taking it way back. Oh, that, way that's back. way back. But I mean, just kind of remind just the way he kind of moves and he's kind of slick. You know, he doesn't fight like, like, like your like your regular Mexican fighter. It goes inside all the right, time. Right. No, well, like you said, he's a sponge. He he, yeah. he soaks in what he sees and he he can mimic it and and not only is he mimicking it, but he's actually doing it and, and it's to the T. So yeah, that, that's going to be a good fight. Definitely have Virgil on that one. Uh, oh, I, oh, definitely. I can see him, see him taking the win easily. 
Definitely, man. I like to pull for the Robert Garcia Boxing Academy family. Also, I say in five. You, I say in five, we got to. Oh, in five. In five. That, that's a that's a great number. So you, one and you know two. What? One and two. He's just gonna have fun. You know, you tell his dad that, and he's still dad. He still gets nervous. He goes, "Well, mm-hmm. I hope so." And and you know, mm-hmm. that's what we're training for. But this guy's pretty tough, and uh, mm-hmm. um, that's just the dad part of him talking. Oh, he's not like Danny Garcia's dad. Oh, 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 okay. Wait, hold on a second. Uh, He's not like that. Where you tell him five and he bets you. No, no. Wait, Danny Garcia is there. Okay. Uh, the bird man, the bird man. $1,400 later. He says, nah, 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 nah. When he does that. Yeah. Bird bird man. (laughs) Yeah. I love to watch him, man. His, his, uh, his little segments, man. I mean, I think only a few people know what he's talking about or understand them. That's not mine's. This is mine's not just, I, I love him. He's very entertaining, man. And, but you know what, there's a different side of him too. He's a very warm guy, real big heart too. But uh, yeah, when it comes to that, yeah. You know, that's fight talk, man, at, at, at its best. Okay. One thing I do want to talk about a little bit more is Manny Pacquiao coming all the way down, moving the camp down to LA. There's no ifs or buts mm-hmm. to it. I, I did talk to some people close to him and they didn't know if he was going to come to the LA camp. Mm-hmm. Um, actually was invited down and I said, well, if he shows up, you know, they said, yeah, uh, we don't know just yet, but no, he made the trip down. He, he's he's mm-hmm. at Freddie Rose. He's at Wildcard. Um, yep, he's loosening up, staying in shape. And uh, he, he made a statement saying, uh, there's two that I want to talk to you about, that the two years off, you know, the, the, the two years that he was off, I mean, right. now he's hungrier, wanting to be back mm-hmm. in the gym, and uh, he's ready to go. But then lately he made another statement. That was pretty bold. You know, a lot of people – is it bold? Is it animosity? Or is it just, you know, does he truly believe that? And he said uh, Spence was a better fighter than than Mayweather. Mayweather. What's your take on that? Was it taken out of contents or what do you think? No, I, I, honestly, dude, I, I think the way he worded it, it probably didn't come out how he. I was thinking that too. Uh, but I understand what he's saying as far as he thinks Spence is a better fighter at this point. Oh, well, definitely. Oh, 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 definitely. As far as the defense and all that, no. But as far as an offensive fighter and and the power, yeah, I think Spence got that over Mayweather, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, I was surprised, actually, that his his camp was going to be in L.A. Um, Seeing him over there at Wildcard, that's been pretty cool. But – I, I think these two years, there, there's there's two years of now I'm hungry, now I want to fight, and you haven't really been doing much to do it, and then there's two years off of constantly training, constantly trying to get your fights up, trying to trying to make things happen. There's two different. Hungers. Absolutely. I'll, I'll put it this way: there's Mikey Garcia, top rank, hungry. Yeah. Where the minute he came back into the ring, I think people wished he would have never left because, boom, he was hitting yep. it left and right, and it was like he didn't miss a beat. He didn't. You know, no rust, no nothing. No, no rust, no nothing. I mean, looked amazing. Or there's the way Pacquiao's talking about it, where, yeah, he's hungry, but is it really going to make a difference? Is it Julio Cesar Chavez hungry? You know? Yeah. You know, we, we saw Junior, we saw Omar. Those guys were hungry. <laughs> I, I think they were <laughs> well, a different kind of hungry. I think they were literally hungry. Yeah. But, you know, there, there's 
there's two different types of hunger. And, and I, I think Pacquiao really needs to sit down and focus and really think, what am I hungry for? Am I hungry for the, 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 the whole realm of, of the boxing world of this is what I miss, or is it, I truly am hungry. I've been wanting to fight. I haven't been able to find it. That's a great question. I'm going to ask Manny that. Why, what, why, how can you continue to be so hungry when you've done everything, when you've eaten yeah. everything, when you, when you supersized everything, when you had every yeah. dessert, you had every entree in the world, how can you still be that hungry? Yeah. Yeah. I, and what like possesses I said, I, you to, to want to, to continue to eat that good hunger food, man. And that's why I say there's two different types of, yes. hunger. you know, which one are you, Pat, you know, Manny, you get, that's what he needs to figure out because it, I think if he would have said, I'm hungry to fight again and fuck Garcia, I would have took it more serious. Yeah. Because to me, okay, you're fighting a level fighter that most likely can beat you, but still you're going to be able to give a little bit of a challenge to. And then you're saying, I'm hungry against Spence, who to me is in his prime. Okay. That's, that's like literally putting again, uh, uh, you know, uh, a fighter who's almost in retirement already yeah. against a fighter who's drawing names here and there to, you know, he's got a list of people ready to fight him. Eric, I'm going to ask you some questions. One, one of them I'm going to say, okay, who beats Errol Spence? Who out there can beat him? Who beats him? Hmm. You have to get, I have to get back to you at that. Okay. I have to get back to you at that. Look, if, Given enough time and given the right move up in weight, Mikey could have got him. I seriously think that. Uh, I think a good challenge for him would be Teal eventually. But again, you're talking, you know, differences there. But at the moment, honestly, there's nobody that I can truly think of that is going to give them that challenge challenge. Okay. We'll just say, what if, what if, I mean, cause I know who I'm pulling for. What if Manny Pacquiao pulls this off? Then what? Well, I want to know who is involved in the background and then, you know, where <laughs> should I put my bets at? Because I, I, I honestly just don't see it happening. Okay. That's I mean, why I said, what, what, what if, what then, if? Then, yeah. Uh, then, then, then what? Does he uh, disappear in the in the in the skies? No. Does he no, fight? Does he no. defend? I, I see him. Does he I go on a, a small tour as a living icon, living, breathing, a legend? If Manny wins this, I see him making this his retirement fight because he leaves on a, a, a big win like this. The highs of highs. I don't see Spence. Blinking an eye, I see him fighting in a few months after this, just to just to make a comeback and just to say I'm still here. But I just don't see it happen. Okay, those were some key questions and 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 um, comments that I wanted to share with you. And another one is, how close are we to seeing Mikey Garcia and Regis Pro Gray happening? I mean, I, I want I want the I want everything. I want the site. How close are we going to be? Um, who's it going to be with? And uh, um, give me give me a rough estimate on 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 the on, on the bags on both sides. My opinion, yeah. You want my opinion? Yeah, I want your opinion. That's why you're here today. 
Uh, hopefully September. Okay. Hopefully LA. Ooh. Hopefully with PBC. That's what Ooh. I think. I like that. That's what I think. LA would be nice. Uh, maybe some thriller fighters. Just for fun. Sure. Make it you entertaining. Make, make it a little bit entertaining. Yeah. My opinion, that's what I see, but who knows? Who really knows at this point? Um, you know, the, you're, you're talking about two guys that are their own bosses, really. Uh, again, Regis is owed. Mikey makes his own decisions, so it's really going to be up to both of them, and hopefully uh, hopefully we see something very, very soon. Hopefully by the end of this month, we see something. Uh, again, August, September, I would think September. If okay. all goes well. I want to bring up a name because – He's kind of disappeared, and nobody's talking about him. And, and I want to know what what's next for Elvis Rodriguez. Ooh, I really couldn't tell you. Uh, I mean, there was a lot of changes, big time. Yeah, um, a little bit of time off, and then we'll see. We'll we'll, we'll definitely see what he has up his sleeve. Uh, I know they're regrouping right now. Yeah. So I think a, a lot of conversations need to happen. I think a lot of I don't think a lot of changes need to happen. I just think a lot of conversations need to happen and, and what's next next for them. Well, it was a press conference today, and uh, I don't know what your take on it, if you're high on it or not, or, you know, with uh, um, Jake Paul. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Showtime, you know, and a lot of people frown on that, actually signed a legitimate contract with Showtime, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> taking on a former world champion in the MMA world. And is he a legitimate athlete is he a legitimate fighter what's your what's your take athlete yes he trains like an athlete he he's he's serious about it like an athlete but i will never ever consider him a fighter ever you know i i i I joke around but i would love 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 to get in the ring with him too i would really love to just knock the dust off some gloves and say Okay, let's let's let somebody really put you in your place. Do I think it's going to happen this fight? I kind of think it will because he's going up against someone who's serious about it. Did I I I glanced at the at the press conference. I'm not I'm not going to say I watched yeah. it all because I don't I don't really want to follow it, but obviously I kind of have to. But uh well, this is going to power. Be a, yeah, this is going to be a good fight. I can honestly say this is going to probably be a fight that I'm going to want to watch. Again, do I want to support it? No, you know I don't. I'm not, I'm not all for this and whatnot, but it's going to be a good card. It's actually going to be a good fight. You, He's always taking training serious. He really has. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I know some of the camps that he's gone to. I've, I've caught wind of a few of the camps and had a few people – you know, send the videos and say, Oh, look, 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 you know? So he, he trains, he trains like an athlete. He, he takes it serious. He's not messing around. Uh, I, I just think there's too much of a circus around what's going on and how they're going about it. You know, you, you, you talk about the Showtime contract that it, I see it as shameful to be honest, because it's like, it's like, why not give that contract to Andy Vincent's? You, exactly you you basically why not, taking, why not why not even entertain uh giving it to to blake the beast mccurna why not entertain that or, or give him a one fight contract 
no, I say that, you know, I know he's coming off an injury, but, but you got fires like Andy Altibor on Vincent's. Why not give it to him? It's like, if I tell you and I, Hey, let's go grab a bite to eat. And we go to the homeless shelter and grab the bite to eat. Oh, that's how I see it. That's how I see it. I I really truly see, you know, the people in need of these contracts aren't getting it because people like you and I are taking advantage of the situation that that we're in i mean there's a place and a time for it they they just did that that whole youtuber tiktokers crap yeah that was the time and place for it that was a whole different card that was on a whole different level they had their own promotion they had their own thing cool cute do it you guys got all the views and likes that you guys wanted don't come we just took a plate away from somebody we were to go get a bite to eat down there exactly exactly you you've got You've got the Kilos, the Blakes, the Andes, the, the, you've got all these cats that are hungry, but yet you and I are going to go and, and grab their plates. That's how wow. I see it. That reminds me, I'll share it real, real quick. I was asked, hey, Richard, can you help put some of these Christmas trees and we're, we're giving them away, help put them in the cars and we're all putting them in, in trunks that uh, once you all open them, I mean, they don't close because like strings, uh, we're, we're keeping them together. And just family saying, muchas gracias, just, just, just thanking me like crazy. And I remember there was this one lady. I had to put a tree in her car. And when I did, I had to move, you know, those, you know, like when you go uh, shopping, it was mm. the coach bags out of the way. Mm. And I put it in her Mercedes. There you go. And I'm there going, you go. are you freaking kidding me? There you go. I, I, are you kidding? I go, and I even told them, I said, hey, did you know that? And they just kind of looked at me. I just left it alone. I'm thinking, well, wow. And, I mean, that and, person could have said, okay, no, 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 give that tree to somebody else who. Exactly. Exactly. And, and that's, this, this that's, is real, a true, true story. Yeah. I mean, again, I mean, we had, we had a, a Sean Porter, you know, where we all talked about the, the, yeah. the last time that this was on is first thing he's telling me, Eric, Eric, you can't hate on it though. You're right. I can't. Yeah, but I'm not going to not hate on it. I'm not going to not say, ah, shit. You know, everybody, everybody poked at me. Oh, but you supported the Tyson and, and Jones fight and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I had something to do with They're it. They're not TikTok. That's a bro. huge ass difference. I They're, actually, those are icons. Yeah, the, those are something that, yeah, I kind of was, you know, dealing with that in the background. I, you know, that's one thing. You got, you got, a Paul brother and Mayweather. It's, it's numbers, man. And and that's what it's like. It's like, there they go taking, taking valuable TV time, in my opinion, away from some of these cats that we truly, really want to see, you know, I I, Uh, I agree with you. At that point, I, I, I can see the, um, I can't have my cake and eat it too. Um, I wish, you know, they would offer someone like, like Andy, that, that contract, but at the same time, I understand <clears throat> Showtime wants these numbers. I mean, th- this guy is numbers off the chart. Um, that's why um, golden boy signed uh, Ryan Garcia. Plus he can mm-hmm. fight, mm-hmm. you know, very marketable, but I mean, Ryan was a fighter, you yeah. know? Yeah. He yeah. just so happened to have a good social media following, but Ryan was a fighter. Ryan, kid Ryan was, yeah. I mean, Ryan was already being looked at before, you know, the social media thing hit. People knew of them, you know, but you got these kids, you got these guys now where, no, 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 you're a YouTuber. No, 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 no. You're a TikToker. Stay in your lane. 
it, it, to me, it's, it's, it's like, it's like when I, when I, when I open my phone up and I see TMZ sports, no, 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 no. You guys need to stay in your lane. You guys do celebrity stuff. Just stay in, just do that. We've got the fighter's voice to handle what sports is happening. That's right. You know, let, let, let that happen. Don't, don't tell me about Caitlyn Jenner and this and this and that. I, I, I just need to know about this. That's it. That's well, how I, I mean, uh, I guess I'll leave that one for a whole different conversation, but I do know. That's going to be your governor, the, by the way. I'm just telling you. <laughs> oh, you think so, huh? Okay, I, w- I will say this. When you, when you have these, um, um, like, like Tyson and Roy Jones and people were calling it a joke, they were, they were calling it, oh, man, it, what are these guys doing? Not one person, not one single person I ever heard uh, called the Julio Cesar Chavez um, exhibition a joke. Because they just want to see him perform once again. I mean, he's, he right. wasn't getting in there with a, a freaking a Virgil Ortiz. You know, he was getting in there with, with, with someone he can move around with and, and someone that was, um, you know, a name as well. And it, and it was a, mm-hmm. it was an event. And that's all that it was. It was entertainment. You know, now, that was an interesting card in general. Um, and I wanted to talk to you about the, the Chavez. After, after your, your comment, I want, I want your take on, on Chavez and, and Spider Silva. Aside from Senior and, 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 and uh, Camacho, uh, there really wasn't a card. No. Um, or, or I'm going to say this, or, 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 or no. Eric, here it goes, or commentary. <laughs> yeah, or commentary. I had it on mute, so I couldn't. I couldn't. Okay. Uh, that was on purpose. You know, aside from the Vargas kids, uh, you know, uh, uh, the 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 youngster, uh, what's what's his name, Capetillo. Yeah. Aside from them and the main event, it, the rest of the card was just kind of. Mm. I didn't believe the Alvarez Chavez card either. I didn't. I didn't think that was a good matchup, in my opinion. It was what people wanted to see, though. So the promoters did a good job in putting that back together because yeah. that's what they wanted to see. But it wasn't nothing impressive. Uh, I think the Spider Junior card was a definite laughing stock. I think that's what made the kind of. I, I think that's what deteriorated the card in general. I think had that been taken out, I think it would have been a more serious card. I think people would have took it more. I think they would have. I don't know what their buys were. Yeah. Um, but I think it would have been a bigger seller without Junior on the card. Because yeah, Alvarez and, 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 and Omar are going to sell the card because that's what people want to see, that, 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 that rematch. You got the Vargas kids on there. Everybody wants to see them. You got the youngster on there. But on top of that, you have a legend who's, according to him, it was his last fight. I swear on everything. He said that he was just going to fight again. I'm not sure if that's true or not, but somebody mentioned it to me recently. <laughs> I that think he was we had this conversation again. before that, 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 that's probably, that's possibly going to happen because to say it's your last fight is going to fill a couple seats. Yeah. So I, I think that right there was already selling it. You know, the, 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 the Chavez uh, Alvarez was selling it. You were adding all these really good undercards and then they went and put Anderson Silva and, and junior on, on a, on a, I'm, I'm gonna say I'm, I'm gonna say this. The crazy part about it, man, and I keep I keep going back and forth. That kid has so much freaking talent, man. He has so much talent. 
and I'll say this, and, and you're probably saying, yeah, right, Richard, you don't know shit about boxing. If he was to get his act together, they'd have to lock him up and maybe take him to Abel Sanchez and Big Bear, make sure he doesn't leave, just stay there. I mean, and get himself in shape. He can make him run at that, that cruiserweight division and light heavyweight division, but you got to put the work in and not just depend on your talent. Now, that's probably not going to happen. They're not going to put him up in, in Big Bear and say, okay, you're not moving, you're not doing anything, but eating, sleeping, and you know what, boxing. Other than that, nobody's talking about Hector Macho Camacho, which I thought looked good. And at times, I'm going to say it, he held back, okay, because you're in there with the legend. He held back, yeah. and of course he held back. I bought the fight and I posted it and I said in support of Hector Macho Camacho because I was told that's how instead of asking him for a free shirt, instead of asking for a free macho chain, instead of asking for a free hat or macho, can you sign not one but 10 of these gloves? I wanted to do the opposite. We ordered the fight and I said in support of Hector Macho Camacho Jr. So for him, he, he was just chilling. He gets the call. And now he can possibly have some options. You got to think about it. That's a lot of emotion coming out of him too. That's a lot of emotion fighting someone who, who, who put your dad in, in, in his place at that time, you know? And I think we forgot about that. When I say we, the promotion team, the commentators, the ring announcer, they didn't even, they didn't even mention it. They didn't even acknowledge it in the simple fact that that following Sunday was father's day. Yeah, And we couldn't even say, give Macho the mic for one second, says I dedicate this to my father, or exactly. I dedicate it to all the fathers out there, or, exactly. or just what's your, nothing. Not one single person said anything about that. All they, they thought about was the rematch, the numbers, and the sales. So I didn't see any heart behind it. Yes, I said it. I'm going to get DMs. I'm going to get emails. But hey, on this show, we speak the truth and nothing but. You know, I, I, I called it. You know, knowing one of the promoters is one thing. You know, I, I give him nothing but respect. He he did a phenomenal job of putting it together. He great job. He did his homework and and you know he. I think he, he left me. one media. I think he left one media outlet at home. But other than that, I thought he did a great aside job. Aside from that, you know, aside from that, he did he did he did what he he needed to do and wonderful and job. He did a wonderful job. I you know he asked my opinion in the very get go and. I had a different idea when it came to junior and whatnot. Uh, he kind of agreed, but I think a lot of stuff on that end of it trumped what he expected out of that. Yeah. I honestly just saw it as a, as a, as a, uh, a Chavez senior farewell yeah. uh, pay-per-view event. That's what I really truly saw. It, it was all about him. It was all about uh, uh, his, his the legacy. Yeah. It was all about him, 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 him cool if i'm not mistaken he wants to fight roberto duran now so was that all just for shits and giggles then because i thought you were leaving you know oh, nothing against man. him he's a legend nothing but mad respect for him but it's like i mean come on it's it's you don't have just one legend in the ring with you you have a, a legend in his you know you have you have a, a sucker a, born every minute man you have There's another a sucker born every minute yeah yeah you're not you're not lying i mean you have Camacho on, on, you know, across from you. When was the last time we saw Travis Camacho on a billboard on a, on a, on a, you know, on a, on a pay-per-view, uh, you know, uh, lettering and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. When we saw it back in the day, look how pumped up and excited we were. And then we get to see it again. And on top of that, it's, it's the way they marked it, you know, revenge and, and whatnot. It's like, man, it's going to be a good, good thing. But 
I didn't see it that way. I truly, truly saw it as a farewell party for, you know, senior. And it was like, how many times has Vicente Fernandez said that he was going to do no more concerts? And then Channel 19 had how many, you know, yeah. Univision had how many concerts for him yeah. in, in one year? Is exactly. You know, it, that's exactly how I see it. And it's kind of like it, I, you know, I, I watch all these, you know, social media sites and, and, they were posting up, you know, the fight card and this and this. And I would go in the comments and just kind of see, okay, how are the fans reacting? Yeah. You know, a lot of people were joking. A lot of people were laughing at it. A lot of people were, you know, kind of, kind of dissing it. And knowing, knowing one of the promoters and knowing who he is as a person, I was like, damn, hopefully he's not reading this shit because Mm -hmm. I know what he's about and he's taking this serious. And, you know, these guys over here who have no clue of all the hard work that it takes to do this, they're joking about it and they're talking crap about it. And it's like, it's, it's unfortunate, you know, uh, it, it turned into a little bit of a circus towards the end yeah. and, you know, before the fights, but you know, whatever has to sell has to sell. And I think the numbers were affected by that. You know, I can honestly say that was the first time I ever logged into social media though, and was able to just click on somebody's live feed and watch a full fight. Like, oh, I mean, Everybody was like, everybody, everybody was streaming it for free. Everybody was streaming. I literally want, went on YouTube, bro. Uh, and it was there. I was like, oh man, it's free. I didn't know it was free. Can I be honest with you? And I'm not dissing or selling bitter. I paid for the fight and I should have just watched it for free streaming because the commentary was better. Yeah. <laughs> I, oh man, I, I can't, I can't remember the person's name where I actually saw it the first time, but the first time I actually logged in, he he's the one that's why i said i had it on mute he's the yeah. one who actually had it on mute and he was commentating i was like man you know that's good that's good man he's, he's actually doing a pretty good job i swapped over and i started watching the youtube and i can hear the commentary and i was like man i'd rather listen to the other guy because i yeah the commentary just it was ridiculous it was all about how can we uh how can we talk more about you know senior how can we make them sound more impressive what he is you know th- and then you have senior bringing in Canelo into the ring and basically telling him he wished it was his son. I mean, basically. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's like, man, it, it, it turned out bad in the end, in my opinion. Well, I thought um, Camacho should have had that moment and say, okay, I dedicate this fight to my yeah, dad. Exactly. Play, play, I totally hundred percent agree. I respect 100% when Camacho said, I'm not taking off my head here. Now, if you mm-hmm. take yours off, I'm going to take mine off and you know, what's going to happen. Because yeah. I'm not going to allow you to hit me. Yep. You take your head off. There's no longer an exhibition. Yep. Okay. Yep. Our, our whatever is out the window. You know, I, I, I honestly think that happened because it wasn't as action-packed as they thought it was going to be. Yeah. So what can I do to make it action-packed? Oh, let me call Canelo to my corner. Oh, uh, let, me, let me take off my headgear and seem upset. You know, it's like these guys were winded. You know, I mean, I, I actually, somebody, <laughs> somebody uh, tagged me. And like, what your opinion? I'm like, get these guys some water. That's my opinion. Get these guys yeah. some water. Uh, that's that's all I could see. That's I mean, these guys were just done and winded. I was like, man, I would really hate to. I see- do I do give the commentary some some credit on marketing one A, and I'll talk to you about it off air because then I'll I'll just sound bitter on air. But I'll talk to you off air about it, which was just brilliant on their comment. It was brilliant. On I, the I think I know what show. you're talking about, but yeah, well, brilliant. They they saved that person in the car. Yeah, but I mean, it was just, it was, 
I, I really had hoped and prayed that it was going to be a lot better of a card. Unfortunately, it wasn't. We, we lost out on, on what could have been an amazing fight that weekend, uh, you know, due to COVID again. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we'll have to see, you know, boxing is only getting bigger and better right now. We're going to have a busy rest of the year. You're, right. uh, you're going to see a lot of cards that people are going to be excited for that aren't announced yep. yet. Uh, you're going to see uh, some locals in Vegas here pretty soon, hopefully, if all goes well. You're going to see a promoter locally, maybe in Vegas here pretty soon. T-Mobile, Virgin Hotels, all these guys are opening up their doors now, ready to bring in the crowds and whatnot. So it's going to be- I tell you what, Virgin Hotel is a fan-friendly hotel. That is made perfect for the media and perfect for a fan. Because there's only one hotel. hotel. I I love the way it's set up. Yeah. I love the way it's it's set up. It's a a really nice hotel. We we saw the soft opening uh, back in the day. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't say back in the day, but uh, I like before it. they they did it, and it was it was an amazing, beautiful place. Beautiful, no, beautiful I, place. I I'm, I hey, I plan on staying there. You know, I haven't I didn't stay there, but I'll, I I might as well because I was up there grinding up there when uh, during the, the the Ramirez fight, and you know I'll, I'll talk to you later on too about some comments that were made. Not not about that fight, just about me heading up there. On, on but before I go, day. I have to say, uh, Cosmopolitan Las Vegas, thank you guys for always taking care of me. Thank you guys for my presidential suite. Uh, nothing against you. I will See? always stay there. Okay. So I, okay. I got no, 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 no. I, I got something to say. I every time it. Eric's on the show, those of you guys who don't know Eric, dog, dog, boxer, athletics. Every time he's on the show, he's either saying, "I want to thank the WBC for this beautiful belt. I want to thank the IBF for that belt that's behind me." On top of the show, he goes, "I want to thank my sponsor <laughs> Beats, who sponsored the microphone and, and the headset, and now he's throwing." Yeah, there you go. And now he's throwing this in my face, man. It's I got to throw that out there. Thank you for always taking care of me on the suite. They always take care of me. I can never say no. Uh, three days, four nights if I want it. They just called me up not too long ago about that. Wow. And I said no, but I had to turn it off. But I, I definitely got to thank a lot of people who've. Uh, no, nah, man. Hey, man. You, you know what? You, you do a lot of things for people, Eric. And, and uh, honestly, I can't say everybody appreciates the, the work that you do and the grind that you do. They seem to think that, okay, you've helped me here. Uh, you wrote the blueprint. Okay, I don't need you anymore. But yet you, your phone continues to go off daily. I see what you do, man. And, and you don't post a lot of stuff. You're a very humble and modest person. But um, I've been with you, man. And, and I know what the stuff that you, you do. And I know where you're going. And I know where you can go. So, so I am truly a fan. And you've always showed respect to me. And, and you know, the, the, the rest is, is, is history, so they say. But I do uh, want to talk about this real quick. That. You said Chavez is going to fight again. Well, why not fight Sugar Ray Leonard? Because Sugar Ray Leonard called him a joke when they you asked know, him. Remember years, years, years ago when they said, why not move, Why not fight Julio Cesar Chavez? And he goes, that's a joke. And But he was talking about the weight. He goes, he, he's too little, he, you know, the weight class. That was before everybody would just move up two or three weights, and it was the common thing to do. Or why not get in there with Robert Garcia? No. To see that. No, I wouldn't want to see that. Rob, no. Rob, Robert still got some power. Robert, I mean, Robert got some look, pop. Look, look, don't take Robert out to eat a couple times. <laughs> Let's get him down to weight. Robert still got the power, man. That's one guy I'd, I'd never want to be across the ring of. But uh, yeah, I don't know where I saw it, but I, I swear on everything. I know, I know Chavez and Duran are doing a uh, co-promoted fight in Mexico. Okay, there it is there. But I think that's how the rumor started, that maybe mm-hmm. there might be something between them two. Uh, but We'll, we'll, we'll have to see if that's true or not. Uh, but 
I, yeah, I mean, I'm look, I'm tired. You know, of all you know, Duran, he's not going to hold back. He'll bring no, whatever he has no. left. He's letting it go. I mean, in general, <laughs> I really hope that we can start swaying away from these type of fights. I really do. Let much it love to all these legends. On. Yeah, much love to all these legends. Much love to, to you know, the Holyfields, the Tysons, the the all these guys that have marked so much in history for for these up and comers and these guys that we're able to promote now. But let's move past that. You know, we're opening them up. We're opening up. We're, we've got more venues. We've got more chances for these promoters to really start building these cars the way we should. Let's take advantage of it. Let's give fans what they really want to see. Uh, again, I think we'll start seeing that the rest of this year, hopefully. Yeah. Next year, uh, I think there's some really good laid out plans for some certain fighters. I think I'm waiting to hear be, something for Brian Lua. Hopefully very, very soon with him. Uh, hopefully you'll see a title shot with him very soon too. Uh, but, you know, we're going to start seeing some some of these cats that, you know, we saw on undercard start headlining, hopefully there. And and that's when it's going to get exciting again. And that's those are the risk takers. Yeah. And that's 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 what we want to see as as fans. We, that's what we want to see. And, and as managers and promoters, that's what they want to start building. And as media outlets, that's what we want to report on. That's what we want to see. That's the guys that we want to bring on, on, on the show and say, Hey, your next fight is this and this and this without having to say, yeah, that's right. And plus YouTuber this or TikTok or that let's get past that shit. Let's, let's, let's start moving into the real things of this. I agree with you, man. Hey man, whenever you hear some news, man, you got to come and let us know. It's always a pleasure when you're on Eric and, uh, you know, uh, you know, we talk all the time on the phone. Lately, you've been you've been busy, and I've been respecting that. You've been on the road, and you really can't get on the phone when you're driving. I'd hate to be talking to you, and all of a sudden, something happened to you, my man. I don't have no one to bug at two o'clock in the morning or share a post with. But uh, but you would have the breaking news, so it might not be a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, no, or I can make you smile. Uh, there you go. That, that that's the whole thing. Go. That's the whole thing, man. But I uh, know Eric. I appreciate you coming on, man. First of all, how can we follow you? How can we subscribe? And uh, how can we get some of the uh, dog boxer athletics? So right now, you guys can follow me on Instagram, dogboxer.eric. Uh, I have no idea what my Facebook is. I believe my Twitter is the same, dogboxer.eric. Yep. Uh, a lot of the stuff right now, for as far as the clothing brand, uh, you can order it directly through me at the moment, or you can go to the Dogboxer Athletics Instagram. Uh, we do have some pieces available at our shop, uh, Diversity in Del Paso Heights in Sacramento area. So that's a new shop that's carrying majority of our brand stuff right now. Uh, we also have our CBD brand, which is connected to uh, GoToBed. Uh, you see that on a lot of the new shirts that Dogboxer has and whatnot. So shout out to GoToBed, shout out to uh, Dogbox Athletics, you know, co-mingling on that. Uh, we also have a CBD with uh, Rick's Magic Bomb. And uh, we've got some amazing things coming out here pretty soon. Um, we will have a new run of a new style of shirt coming out for the uh, these next coming fights here pretty soon. So you guys will see some definite new gear, new hats and, and whatnot. Hey, you're from the man himself. I'm Rich Ortiz, your host of the fighter's voice. Look for us this Thursday when we got some name drop and we're going to be doing that tomorrow on, on tomorrow's guest. I just want to give confirmation that I want to put uh, pressure on them w- without them being able to work it through their workouts. 
So I kind of dipped my hat a little bit. So you, we know it's an athlete. We know it's a, a fighter. And uh, I don't want to take away from his training day, but uh, look for a great show this Thursday. Once again, I want to thank Eric Hernandez, who is the CEO, the founder of Dog Boxer Athletics. Make sure you subscribe to his channel, order some gear, and uh, get used to seeing him here on, on the show when he's not on the road. And as always, it's a wrap. Thumbs up for Richie. Don't, don't miss out. Now you can listen to the Fighter's Voice Podcast Radio Show on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio. New show, new topics, new look, bringing you the latest news. Every fighter has a voice, and so do you. For the hottest and latest in sports and entertainment, exclusive interviews with the biggest names in the sport of boxing and MMA. I'm Robert Garcia. I'm Jose Ramirez. Hey guys, this is Mikey Garcia, and I'm here with the Fighter's Voice.